welcome to another episode in the podcast. I hope all of your weeks have been good. It is officially April and the day that this episode will come out on it will be Easter. So happy Easter everyone. I hope that you all are having a great holiday. Easter was always one of my favorite holidays as a kid. We would like go pick out our Easter dresses a week before and then when we woke up on Easter, the Easter bunny slash my mom would always have our Easter baskets out by our beds and it was always filled with candy and toys and then we would go to church, get like Boston Market, they have like really good rotisserie chicken and that kind of stuff and then when we were a little bit older we started going on these Easter egg hunts and my parents would go around our neighborhood and hide eggs, draw us a little map and then my sister and I would go out and find the eggs and it was a lot of fun. Then we'd eat like angel food cake and watch this cartoon adaption of like the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus and I loved it. It was so much fun. This year, because we're not at home obviously, um, and Will has to work today so he is going to be there but then afterward we are going to a friend's house for Easter dinner and then like a Bible study type of thing so it's hard making our own traditions I feel like when you don't have kids you just don't really have a need to make traditions I don't know I guess we're still we're still trying to figure out like what's what to make traditions and what not to make traditions and it's hard when it has to change you know but yeah I hope that you all have a good Easter a good Passover whatever you might celebrate so let's get into today's episode by starting with my current read I am reading Kingdom of Ash by Sarah J Mass. I have three more books to go after this, and then I will be done with my SJM read-through. I have been really enjoying this read-through and just getting to like soak in all of the stuff that I missed because I listened to a lot of the Throne of Glass series instead of actually reading it, and so there's a lot of things that I just missed or like was confused about, but being able to like just slowly take my time and read through this series again is really good. And Kingdom of Ash is one of my favorite books. And I was just reading it yesterday. And if you know, you know, but like in the beginning of Kingdom of Ash, when the main character, like everything that she's going through, I was sobbing. I was so sad. But I know, like, I know it has a good ending, but still, it just makes me, just made me sad, and I don't know, it's probably embarrassing that I was crying. But anyways, this last book is, like, 980 pages long, so it is definitely the biggest book I've ever read, and I definitely am super intimidated to read, like, three... 800 page books in a row and I don't know it's gonna be I feel like 
maybe April will only be like these four books. And then I will be able to start May like with something else. I don't know. But I really am enjoying every single page. So yeah. Today I wanted to talk about why I love to read so much. I get asked this question a lot, especially like when people see all the books I have or they find out like how many books I read in a year and I or when they like find out I have a podcast I get asked a lot so I wanted to kind of dedicate this episode to sharing why I love reading so much and get you know a little a little insight into myself and whatever so yeah I feel like I had well I did have I didn't I don't feel like I I did have a stressful childhood growing up and I was always very anxious I was like always on edge and when certain things would happen I would just kind of tune out the world and into like this safe place in my head and so I had a very active imagination and I was always running around pretending I was like a fairy, a mermaid, a princess, all of the above at one time. And I don't know, I just loved my like imagining different things, like imagining a world that was just, I felt was better than the real world. And I think because I had such a lack of control in my life when I daydreamed and played, it was always something that I could control and like only I could tell what was going on. So, you know, only I had control over it and I had so many imaginary friends and I would always like I felt confident. I felt like, you know, I decided what happened next in the story and with my imaginary friends like I knew all of their roles that they could play and it was just always like happy fun times in my little dream world and I loved Barbie movies I loved the Disney princesses like all those girly things I loved I loved everything about that like my little ponies littlest pet shops I was just always playing with something like that and I loved like all the things like that and in fourth grade I remember reading this book called The City of Ember and I I feel like that was the maybe like the very first book I read I had to read it like we read it as a class together but I could really see the story happening in my mind and like hear the different character voices and I really enjoyed that book and I also loved to read like the Junie B. Jones, um, the Magic Treehouse, like all those classic books that kids still read today. But it was after like City of Ember when I really started getting into like reading and I read things like The White Giraffe and also in fourth grade I needed to do some extra credit so my dad and I sat down together and we wrote and illustrated three books about mermaid best friends 
who had to like save each other, save like a wizard, save the world. Like they just had to do these certain things in each book. And um, I forget like what the story was actually about. And man, if I could find those those books, I I would be so happy. I would publish them now. I think if I if we found them, I don't know. It's like my dream to find them. Maybe someday. But I read them to my class, and I remember bringing in the first one. I read it to my class, and they were like, "Wow, Brittany, that was such a good story." Like I was actually on the edge of my seat or like wow I didn't think a story about mermaids would be any good and then I wrote two more and read them to my class and they loved it and my teacher she said that I could become a good author one day and I just started ever since then I started reading and writing a lot and there are so many stories that I have like left unfinished on my computer and like different kind of notebooks and just like little things like a paragraph here and there that I've just wrote down and a lot of books that I picked up and started reading. I wasn't allowed to read a lot of certain books that like most of my other friends were reading at the time. So I kind of tried to pick out books that I was allowed to read that I was still interested in. And I just, I don't know, I loved being able to escape what was going on in the real world and just be in my own little world. And I think like in middle school, I stopped reading because I wasn't really allowed to read a lot of books. But then like I read The Hunger Games for school and I really enjoyed the Hunger Games and read that and we went and saw the movies and then we just started going on from there but like in high school is when I really got back into reading and that's when I would read books like with the other girls in my class and we would go see the movie adaptations together afterwards and like we would go see like the Hunger Games, we read Diversion together, we read The Fault in Our Stars together, like all these different other books, a lot of dystopian books because that's what was really popular at the time. But yeah, I just, I loved it so much. And, but the reason I think I just love reading so much besides like all of that is because like it just, it really creates a lot of empathy for people that aren't like you. You can read about so many different types of people, so many different ways that people think and act, and then the actions that they try to justify, like the things they try to justify for their actions. And I love being able to step into somebody else's shoes and I mean, like, well, yeah, that makes sense, like, why you did this, this, and this, and that that led to this, even if I don't really think that way, and I love just being able to, like, just being able to, like, sympathize with the villain, like, you're the bad guy, nobody really 
Like, you're not supposed to be a likable character, but because, like, we're in your perspective when we see your reasoning, then, like, you know, you can't help but kind of sympathize with them and the things that they do. And I really think that, like, for somebody, for just, like, one person, just a normal guy, a normal girl, like, being able to create this entire world system, characters, relationships, betrayal, like all of these emotions, all of these characters, all of these things, and put it on paper. And like, yeah, this is what I see in my head. Now you get to see it. Like on paper, you get a glimpse into myself. And you just think like, wow, like if you hadn't shared your perspective if you hadn't shared this story then like where would the world be now I think about like Walt Disney like he decided to write characters and write stories and look how he changed the world and even Shakespeare he wrote some plays he wrote some sonnets became super famous and now like our language our phrases that we say, the stories that we tell, how many adaptations have you seen of his plays? Romeo and Juliet, so many different types. Othello, um, like A Midsummer's Night's Dream, all of these comedies and um, tragedies all coming together and it really shaped and changed the way the world was how storytelling came how people perceived things differently and how it inspired like how that idea inspired this idea that inspired this idea that now is traveling down and we get to see it because all from that one person changing the world and it's just so cool that like that happens and people who read books become writers because they think like wow this is so cool I want to be able to do that I want to make people feel the way this person made me feel when I read that I want other people to feel that way and that's why I'm always recommending books to people because I know how that book made me feel, and I want to experience that feeling with other people. I want them to experience that and have those feelings and just, like, be happy. Like, I feel like this would make your life better. This thing would make you happier, better, and I want to share it with you. Even with movies, how you watch a movie and you're like, wow, that movie was life-changing. That was like the greatest movie I've ever seen. Wow, I'm I'm flabbergasted. And then you're like, dude, you got to watch that movie. It's so good. It, it like all of these parallels and symbolism, blah, 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 all those things. Like that's how it all, the fact that humans can tell stories and have it make such an impact on generations and people groups and how we can have these written this written language that we can write down on paper for all the way back when people were writing on stone when stories were only told through voice and then eventually got written down on cloth on like papyrus 
on like all these different things, how it got traveled down and down and down and down into these different languages. And then now we get to read them forever, like how a person millions of years ago, we can still read their story and enjoy it, like Beowulf and the Greek mythology stories and like the Bible, like how those things that happened thousands of years ago, we're still reading them and it's still making an impact today. And I just, I feel like that's just such a cool thing that like people are able to do, that we're able to create all of these things and just express it with the world and I don't know like it's just it's humanity I feel like if like what would the world be without that all of these creative stories all of these things that make people happy then I feel like the world would literally be black and white like it would be gray it would be sad there would be nothing besides like logical analytical like things but when you bring in that creativity and those stories they bring people joy and they bring people happiness and that's why we're still seeing musicals and watching plays reading stories and watching movies and all of these things how we bring them back to life over and over again That's why, like, you know, Disney is making live-action adaptations of everything because they're trying to get this next generation on the bandwagon. And how, you know, Disney's, like, 100 years old, and it's still, like, the most well-known thing in the world. Like, Disney changed the world the way we see all these stories and how people are still talking about the story of Rapunzel, the story of Cinderella from the the story that the Grimm's brothers wrote hundreds of years ago in Germany while they were backpacking through Germany and they were like, you know what? We should write a fairy tale about a princess who who uh, you know, meets a prince, but she needs to find a shoe and yeah we'll make it we'll make it pretty good or yeah you know the story of Rapunzel like she was taken from her royal parents and raised in a tower by this greedy woman and now like that's one of the most favorite beloved Disney movies of all time right now and like Frozen with Hans Christian Andersen The Little Mermaid like all these little fairy tales and stories that are so old, how it got revamped, reimagined, and is now, like, people are so crazy for them now. Even with songs, like, people write stories through songs, through poems, through sonnets, and they mean so much to you because you read something, you sing a song. How did that song make you feel? It made you feel like you... I don't know, like, you just have this, like, ache for something more, like, you just have this need to, 
I don't know, like, the words can, you can't even describe how it makes you feel. It just, like, makes you ache with feeling in a way that you can't quite describe, but you want to be able to experience over and over again. And that's why so many people write about certain things, because they're trying to really, they're trying to describe in words what they can't describe and so they will use similes forever to try and voice the feeling that they feel but you can't voice and anyway long story short I that's why I love to read um if that inspires you then that's great I wanted to share because you know I feel like people are like, oh, reading's boring. Reading is like, you know, it's just books that, like, they're just books. You have to, you can't even, you have to think. But if you can, if you can find your genre, if you can find the way that storytelling speaks to you, then that's like, all it takes is one book, is one person saying, read this book and see how you think. And then, you just have to keep going from there and there's lots of different types of books lots of different genres especially today's day and age you can find literally anything on the internet somebody has written about it i'm sure you could find it somewhere and whether that's a blessing or a curse you know but there's just so there's so much different levels to reading than just experiencing a story it's like the feelings that you get from it and the way that it inspires you and keeps helps keep you going like through this read through of Sarah J Mass I've really been able to take some of the themes and symbolism that she puts into her books that might that at first glance and at first read may seem kind of like you don't see it there and maybe it seems a little cheesy but then you like you read through it again and you find like this is a foreshadowing moment this is a moment where like this is where Sarah J Mass got this idea from she took it from here and that means like where she took it from this is what that means and so that's why she put it there and that's why this whole story like blah 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 and you're like wow my gosh I didn't see it that way and it's true like all of these things that are in books and people put quotes on their tattoos on their bodies from these books like you do not yield um like to the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered like all these different quotes that just make you feel something and reminds you that no matter what like somebody understands how you feel even when you feel so misunderstood because when you read these books you like wow like that is how I feel and I wasn't able to voice that but she did in this book and this character her life parallel her parallels like my life and what she goes through I feel like 
I've gone through that. Similarly, I felt that way. And I feel understood now, even if it's a, just a fictional character. Our brains don't really perceive it that way. And they just, they find understanding and they find, like, I feel like they find a form of, like, solitude and rest in those characters because you're not so worried about being the only one who feels like that. There's somebody else who feels that way. And I feel like that brings a lot of, like, anxiety and down and comfort up. We're like, okay, I can relax because I'm not the only one who's felt that way. And, yeah, so that's what I wanted to share this episode. I know it was a little um, different than what I usually share, but I felt like I just had to word vomit and kind of express the feelings I feel when I read. And it's hard to, like, tell people how I actually feel in real life when they ask me because I feel like they don't expect such an answer. They're just like, why do you like to read? Oh, because, you know, like, escapism. Like, I just like to not be in the real world. I don't know. Like, that's usually what I say. You're like, oh, you know, because it's just fun. When really, like, this is my entire answer. But they don't really want to hear that. So I just, you know, keep some of it inside. But, yeah, I feel like no matter what you've gone through, what you are going through, there's always something that will help you feel better. And it'll get better. And you'll find things that'll help you cope. And I feel like reading is a healthy coping mechanism to help with your situations. So, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, I am going to think of some fun thing to do for next weekend, but, um, I don't know. It might, it might not be, um, the usual next weekend. I have to think about it. Um, Taylor Swift is going to be in Tampa next weekend and I really want to go. I don't think I'll be able to go. But I'm trying, I'm looking at, um, like, tickets online to see if they'll get low enough to where I can go. So, might be doing that. But if not, I will definitely be watching somebody's live stream on, like, TikTok or something next weekend. Because I would want to see it no matter what. So, anyway. Okay. Thank you all for coming to my library. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.